Episode 48 Under the gray, dull firmament, the heat bore down on the two women as they walked. The temperature controls had gone offline with the dome. But, hardy veterans of Morton, Jackie and Esther pressed ahead, conducting their census of the post-Exodus Christmastown. They split up, each taking one side of the street for greater efficiency. Once or twice on each block, in response to their knocks and shouted introductions, a door cracked open and anxious yet eager eyes peered back. When that happened, Esther or Jackie shrieked with joy, jumping and waving her clipboard. The other raced over so they could greet the stalwart family together. "'Thank you for staying,' Jackie and Esther said to them, over and over. "'Thank you for believing in Christmastown.' However, immersed as they were in the concrete symbolic system of CED, both Jackie and Esther felt odd expressing gratitude with words alone. So they began handing out thank-you coupons along with their reassurances that the dome and the city itself would be up and running in no time. But the coupons failed. As their eyes fell on the proffered paper, or even the occasional Molly doll, the replica now significantly younger looking than the original, the families appeared saddened. These people, Jackie and Esther realized, had been willing to risk their very lives for Christmastown. There was no way to thank them for such faith. Indeed, they did not want to be thanked. Esther, said Jackie one afternoon, as they rested in the BMW with the AC going full blast, giving isn't all it's cracked up to be. In the evenings, Kyle called, mostly so that Molly could talk to her mother. Molly enthusiastically recounted their adventures with the Avalas. The aquarium, the museum, the beach, the library. The library had amazed her most of all, for it represented the exact opposite of her former world. "'You can just take a book. It's free. All you have to do is bring it back,' Molly explained to Jackie, surmising, not without reason, that her mother could not conceive of such a thing. "'But you want to come home soon,' Jackie said, taking care not to let her voice rise into a question. That way, when Molly didn't answer, but instead described the book, Harold and the Purple Crayon, that she and Kyle were reading together, Jackie could tell herself that she hadn't asked one. When Kyle came back on the line, his tone was flat, his words monosyllabic. Jackie realized she'd always read her husband primarily through his physical features, facial expressions, body language. She had no idea how to understand what he said. "'I'm glad you're finally getting to spend some time with Molly,' Jackie said. "'Me too. But her home is here. I want her to come home.' "'I know. I want her here, and you,' Jackie said, becoming monosyllabic herself. "'We'll see.' "'We'll see? What did that mean?' "'It meant no sense in pushing things.' She always managed to hang up just before she started crying. Unlike Jackie's own family, Yuri had stayed in Christmastown from a combined sense of professional duty and an almost unhealthy attachment to the dome. It made sense, Jackie thought. Though he never talked about it, Yuri clearly felt responsible for Carl's death. Inventing Mirabilium had allowed him to make some form of reparations to Carl's father. Now that Harry was gone, too, that need had grown even more powerful which is why Jackie had to find a new project for Yuri, and fast. Fortunately, with Esther's help, she had come up with a way to save the city. Two weeks later, Jackie, her team, and Susan Ricker sat at the conference table in her office. Through the windows of the pyramid, the blue sky glittered, as if another perfect day had blossomed in Christmastown. However, at 9 a.m., it was already 90 degrees outside. The dome remained offline, and, if Jackie had her way, it would never come back on again. From her seat at the head of the table, Jackie counted six people out and about downtown. The sight gratified her, given the temperature, although some of the shoppers were probably guest workers. Over the past two weeks, they had kept Christmastown's basic services going, even as the vast majority of winners had departed. Most of the stores had stayed open, with the workers mostly selling to each other. Jackie let Susan go first. As you know, Susan began, Christmastown 1 has been a debacle. 
There have been setbacks, Jackie agreed, as with any new venture. The security expenditures alone, Susan said, not only sucked up all the profits from CED's first year, they've also turned Carlsmart from a blue chip into a penny stock. On top of that, the Aurora thing has been a PR nightmare. Mysterious glitches in the dome are not selling points, no matter how pretty they may be. Already, Christmastown has been written up as a case study in the Harvard Business Review. It's called Paradise Tossed. Susan was tall, with pleasant features and a reasonable, if somewhat rigid, manner. She had come, Jackie knew, to offer her a golden parachute. But Jackie was not into skydiving. Therefore, our decision is to sell Christmastown 1 to a real estate developer back east, Susan said. The amount is less than we'd like, but frankly it wasn't easy to find a buyer. This place is a sinkhole for resources. Money, water, energy. I've never seen anything like it. I mean no offense. It's a nice town in many ways. I enjoy the multi-purpose trail, said Jackie. You and the other residents will have the option of purchasing your homes from the corporation, said Susan. In your case, Carlsbad is prepared to subsidize the purchase, as well as provide a generous severance package. Or, if you choose, we'll help you relocate anywhere in the contiguous United States. You will be welcome to avail yourself of our in-house job placement service, free of charge. In short, we're very grateful for your service to Carlsmart, Jackie, and we will do right by you as you transition into the next phase of your life. What do you say? I say no. Before Susan could properly express her surprise, Jackie pushed the button on her intercom. Esther, Yuri, come in here, please. To Susan, we have a counterproposal. She flipped open her laptop and switched on the projector. Shades hummed down over the windows. A screen lowered itself down the wall. On it appeared the words, A Vision for New Christmas Town. If CED has proven anything, Susan, it's that information is the future. Gathering, securing, and productively deploying information. Information is the new gold, and we are sitting on a gold mine. Jackie changed the slide. Up came a photo of Harry's old-scale model, now in the Christmastown Museum. Christmastown as a giver's paradise cannot, we agree, survive. It was a dream, an ideal, but our ideals are always reshaped by experience. That's life, as I'm sure you would agree. Susan nodded sadly. Jackie changed the slide again. The screen now showed a cutaway view of the storage facility, but instead of objects, its many levels were filled with ones and zeros, glowing like fireflies. Christmastown is uniquely positioned to become a state-of-the-art corporate data center, Jackie said. Instead of gifts, the facility will be filled with impenetrable safes containing documents and disks, product prototypes, and other top-secret materials. We will expand the number of servers storing digital data using sophisticated encryption software developed by our engineering team. We already have the necessary temperature and moisture controls, along with the ideally remote location. Once we make a few improvements, Christmastown will be the most secure possible site for sensitive information, not just Carlsbad's, but for paying customers around the world. What improvements? Susan asked. First, the security of the facility needs beefing up. As you know, we recently implemented cameras and doubled foot patrols both underground and on the surface. However, there are still a few black spots. We need total visibility and tracking underground. There can be literally no hidden movements. So I've asked Yuri here to develop a new form of mirabilium with tiny embedded chips that can be sprayed on all the surfaces in the facility. This should be a relatively simple process. We already know mirabilium can be spun into fine fibers. Jackie took a moment to picture her bedroom carpet and the activities that had once taken place thereon. Those days with Harry had vanished, yet the sun still came in through her window every day and transformed her floor into a pastel rainbow. I hasten to point out that the spray will be non-toxic, Yuri interjected, although facility workers will be required to wear masks to avoid inhaling the chips. Susan rested her chin on top of her clasped hands. What about above ground, she asked. 
Obviously, most of the facility's workers will live and shop and play there, Jackie said. They will constitute the majority of New Christmas Town citizens. The location is a bit too remote for commuting. Jackie brought up the next image, a silhouette of a large, stooped man. He stood in the middle of Commerce Street like a lost traveler, a duffel bag slumped by his feet. Susan blinked. Who is that? she asked. We can't know. That is the point, Jackie said. I want one-third of the housing to be set aside for the outcasts of the world, the poor, the homeless, rehabilitated felons, haunted veterans. I want clinics, rehab facilities, food banks, job training centers. The town will be the kind of place where anyone who needs help can find it. No ID cards, no tracking. We take everybody in, no questions asked. Jackie reached out and squeezed Esther's hand. Esther squeezed back. But that makes no sense, Susan said. You have the world's most secure data facility below ground and a free-for-all on top. It's impossible. It's possible with Mirabilium, said Yuri. Underground will have total surveillance and total security, Jackie said. Up above, we're on our own. That's why the dome has to come down. The next slide was an aerial view of a dome-free new Christmas town. The town looked rougher around the edges, a bit wild west. Pinkish sand, rocks, and creosote replaced the once green lawns. Tiny people wandered the multi-purpose trail. Kids played in their somewhat bleak front yards. Shapely clouds adorned the blue sky. The former green space remained a blank, a question yet to be answered. What about the heat, the cold, the rain, the flash floods for which the Mojave Desert is so famous, said Susan. The weather will build character, Esther said. Only the strongest souls will inhabit New Christmas Town. Interesting, Susan said. The charitable angle is compelling, and not having the dome would save a lot of money. The town itself could operate as a foundation, Jackie said, which would make Carlsbad look awfully good. Jackie called up her last slide, a drawing of two hands, fingertips touching to form a sphere. Inside the sphere floated a red, white, and blue map of America. This is the future of American business, Jackie said, forming the same sphere with her fingers. Harry was on to something. He just didn't work out the proper balance. Commerce and community can be two halves of the same whole. Both require us to focus on the needs of others and to see ourselves as part of something larger. Of their own accord, Susan's hands had also formed a sphere. She looked down at what she'd made and nodded. I like it, she said. Jackie gathered herself for her final pitch. I would like to lead the foundation, she said. Christmas Town is my home. I know its workings inside and out, and I love it more than anyone else ever could. I give you my solemn promise that my team and I will make New Christmas Town work. You have certainly displayed impressive leadership qualities, Susan said. All right, let's give this New Christmas Town thing a whirl. The new partners stood as one and shook hands. The shades hummed back up into their ceiling homes, their work complete. It was probably a coincidence, but Jackie now spotted more than twenty people on the street below. Just imagine, Jackie said, if we play our cards right, in a few years, no one will think of corporations as evil.